0: From the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed show. Welcome back to
1: hour number two of our little show, Jeff Ward and Ed Clements are not with us here today. They should be back later on in the week. But for today, it's
2: Jack Farrell. It's Sawyer Stoll. Garrett Wilson, baby. There we go. We didn't plan that. That just, just worked a out. Fellows being guys. Guys being dudes. We've
1: been talking a lot of NFL, talking about what uh, what's going on in the... Coaching uh, carousel. Coaching carousel, what's going on in the NFC East. What's going right in the AFC South? That Absolutely. is be- all of a sudden has kind of become a very fun division.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's only I would say truly one good team. Um there's a team that I can't believe they're like, Let's rebuild now and uh Titans? Yeah. <laughs> yeah they they good, waited they waited long. Good enough. luck with that. And then um I don't fear no Jag. No. Yeah, I just feel like that's always going to go wrong. And if Anthony Richardson can play two complete games back-to-back, then I'll start to worry about the Colts. As well, yeah. I guess that's true. Injury injury proneness and with a very
1: athletic quarterback is always a concern. But mm-hmm. I just think those uh, a lot of young and up-and-coming teams, we'll see what we have in Will Levis. He was a lot better in his limited time than I wanted him to be. Will Levis was? Yeah. He had some good, just, you know, real gunslinger, <sighs> real... Yeah. Yeah. Just white boy swagger. Good mayo and other, the coffee the, stuff. Yeah, the mayo and the coffee thing's pretty inexcusable. I feel like he's had some other ones too.
2: Some oh other yeah, questionable he eats, he, food. yeah, he eats entire bananas. Yeah, yeah, he does. The That's the one. But yeah. man, dude, he lit up that Colts team. <laughs> that was a pretty good game for old Levi's there. But it's a completely new look over in Tennessee. No more Vrabel. No more Derrick Henry. Mm-mm. I mean. You would think, like, maybe Derek comes back, but the way he was talking at the end of the Uh, season, there's no way. When you're thinking custodians, you're not planning on coming back. You're leaving the the state. But, uh, yeah, the only team without a uh, leader right now (laughs) is the commanders. They uh, apparently are commanding little to no interest from anyone. I think out of all. I'm hearing Dan Quinn. Out of all the carousel, out of all the carousel this year, the they are the one that did something right and went and got a GM from the 49ers. Because you know what's smart is when a team goes, Give us Trent Williams and you say, Okay. And then the team goes, Give us Chase Young, and you say, Okay. You can't do that anymore when you take their G- AGM GM right there, and you know, so you'll stop getting fleeced. But uh I don't know. I don't like that the Patriots. I don't like that the Chargers. I don't like that a lot of these teams put the carriage in front of the horse, hired a coach, didn't hire a GM. Yeah, a bit of a weird move. Yeah, you because then you're With not on the same page. Because that's no exactly the reason that Vrabel didn't work at the end there in Tennessee is the new GM and him did not click. I wouldn't even say he didn't work. Well, that's I, that the team problem. Was bad. And then he was too much of an A personality for the I mean, uh, ownership. And he's still ownership. on the market, too. Yeah. Didn't, I mean... If, I don't understand. I mean, Mike Vrabel is one of the best. I really think that with, league. I mean, Belichick just interviewed with Atlanta to save face. Vrabel, I don't believe, has gotten a single interview. But you look at some of these teams that might be open next year. Obviously, Mike McCarthy is not going to get extended in Dallas. Uh oh, you he's going to do just enough, and I'm going to laugh. You could see uh, Peterson being out in Jacksonville. You could see yeah. uh, Sean McDermott in Buffalo if they flame out. That could be an opening. Uh, Dennis Allen and the Saints, uh, yeah, not a, a job a I really pick. want. I mean, um, they're in cap hell. Yeah. I feel like they What team aren't? isn't in cap hell? The salary cap is fake, but it is cool to say that my team has the third most. Um, yeah, I, I do think that a lot of these guys looked around that are quality coaches and were like, I think I have better pickings next year, maybe. And also like, I think Belichick. Took a year off to self-scout and be like, where was I really screwing up here? I can look at the league as a whole as opposed to taking it week by week and trying to make chicken salad out of chicken ass with my team. And uh, I think he comes back better. Well, with the Chargers, that's, if, if nothing, that's a big win for Texas Longhorns fans.
1: Because you have to host Georgia. You have to go on the road to Michigan next year. Yeah. And that Michigan team is... Probably not going to be as good no, without Jim Harbaugh behind. No, ideally and still a ranked bunch of players high.
2: hitting the portal, which I don't think has really happened yet. But wouldn't be surprised if it does. No, they were, well, no, they had a guys leaving. I thought that's where I saw the writing was on the walls. I was looking at Michigan's transfer portal. A lot more going out than coming in, so they knew yeah, that any, Harbaugh any was gone. Uh, also, dude, I don't. I'm not a believer in that Chargers team. I'm not they they have all sorts of salary cap issues that's, and it's that's like the a, big thing. It's like, "Ooh, Justin Herbert. You know he's one game under 500. The guy is like pretty good, but I don't th- I just like, "Lawrence, I don't think he's super great. It's a defense." And that his team is, is aging. terrible. It's an old defense. Yeah, yeah your best weapon is a thirty-one-year-old wide receiver that everyone's like, "Oh, he can't stay healthy, missing games ball. this year." Uh, you've got to lose Austin Eckler. What are you going to do there? That was kind of a bread and butter. And yeah, I mean the running back thing. I,
1: I feel like we're at the point where I mean Devin Singletary. Who, Tony Pollard
2: and, to the Chargers. I guess is Tony yeah. Pollard still good? I think Tony Pollard would work in that offense the way Tony Pollard is successful. Sure, but I feel like you could just get somebody younger and maybe
1: cheaper. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's that was the whole thing about the running backs lately. Is but then I mean, Bijan Robinson comes in has over a thousand all-purpose yards. Jameer Gibbs was
2: fantastic yes. for Detroit until he fumbled their season away. Uh, poor guy. I mean, Bijan did what he did with a coach trying to handicap him. That idiot got a job in Pitts, Pittsburgh. I Pitts, not believe that. Although, when you look at it, it makes sense, right? Where was he most successful? With, like, a hard-nosed coach, Vrabel. Now he's got Mike Tomlin. He had a vanilla quarterback in Ryan Tannehill. Now he's got maybe Rudolph, (laughs) maybe Kenny Pickett. And then a team that wanted to run the ball. And they do have two quality running backs. People want to hate on Najee Harris, but the guy gets it done. And Jalen Warren might finally take over. And then you've got uh, outspoken wide receivers, A.J. Brown. You can replace him with a George Pickens type. I mean, it's basically... I mean, they are the Titans of the North. I, I don't know what the Steelers are doing. They never... these Just these past few
1: years, I think that what Mike Tomlin does year to year is the single most impressive thing mm-hmm. that any oh, NFL coach, just dragging those teams into the postseason year after year, dragging those
2: teams to... And it's hindered them to being the successful because you can't my get thought. there to draft one of these quarterbacks that might turn your franchise around. You're not but getting also, elite draft talent when you're always drafting at 20. No.
1: And... If you're the Steelers, I think like I just said Mike Tomlin most impressive job year to year. I think he's a top 5 coach in the league. Apparently. He's not one of these, you know, dorky white dudes. Yeah. Mike McDaniel, Sean McVay but trying to reinvent the wheel. And it it's, money it's a great football. time to be a, a nerdy football brain analytic brain guy, but Mike Tomlin one of one of the best coaches in the NFL. It would be any time you let go of a coach like that. It's kind of a mistake, mm-hmm. but he is not bad enough or willing enough to bottom out. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it's and his job. Not to a free agent games. destination. It's Pittsburgh, and they're not getting the premier draft talent. They're too average. You're gonna. You have Mason Rudolph. You have Kenny Pickett. You have
2: Mitch, Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky. Ooh, like those. The, the Trubisky. Uh, you held on to Ben far too long.
1: I mean, I mean, he was putting up 450 yards in some of those games right at the end of his career, just airing the ball out. And it, do you bottom out by letting Mike Tomlin go? But then I feel like it might be a grass is always greener situation. You're like, well, we got to move on from something. What's the common denominator? Mm-hmm. It's the coach. Are you going to be able to <laughs> replace what Mike Tomlin brings to the table?
2: Franchise. And After Bill Cowher. The, the, you know, they always talk about in like Green Bay, it's like, how did they go from Favre to Rogers to now Jordan Love? Also, let's see it again, Jordan. Um, I mean, Lafleur is Lafleur, man. Yeah, he's, he's is, pretty he's good. Mister December. Um, and and the, the, to go Rogers from Coward to Tomlin like this is pretty incredible for them to be very lucky in that aspect. I mean, they haven't. They've had two coaches since like the nineties essentially now. Yeah. Unreal. It's just. Kind of, they feel rudderless. They, yeah. it doesn't feel like anything that is there and right now. And that's a division that's like, continued to get better. Yeah, you look around. Even Cleveland was showing some flashes this year, winning four uh, different quarterbacks. And that in the first half of the year, that defense was literally historically good. Uh, you have a top three quarterback in the NFL in that division, in Joe Burrow. Um, you have another very good quarterback in that division, in uh, Lamar Jackson. It's tough. It's tough. Slant, and you're going out there. You're going to battle with Mason Rudolph. Best thing that guy ever did was take a helmet to the head. That was funny. <laughs> that was a very silly situation, Miles Garrett, an
1: Aggie and a cowboy, Oklahoma State on or Texas A and M on Oklahoma mm-hmm. State crime there. But yeah, I, I thought Mike Tomlin might uh, in this off season might you know back away, kind of
2: respectfully step down, leave the take franchise, take another job.
1: But uh, he seemed pretty adamant that he was going to be the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers next year. Obviously, that is was... going to be the case. It seems like they, that's where he wants to be. Uh, but just a, a tough, tough outlook to me as for the Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be an uphill slog. They'll find a way to finish 500, somehow shockingly make a wild card and then lose in the first round. At least they can say what you will. They're consistent. Yeah. It's that steal mentality. i tell you what's holding the bag. Put a logo on the other side of your helmet. That's all you need. Bounce things out there. You're, You're not not a fan of that? Nah, I don't care. I truly <laughs> do not care. Remember when? They, I mean, I liked when they wore those terrible bumblebee uniforms. Uh, okay, that was, funny. that was a problem. That was a heinous crime. What is the, the pack- logo though? I don't. I don't. It's I don't get the, the stars. diamonds. Uh, we looked this up once. They each symbolize uh something that it takes to make steel I think or something like that oh, great. it's all this weird food the steel industry that is like you doing a draft of uh, mascots and we did That's realize um they do have the best mascot name in the NFL their mascot's name is Steely McBeam <laughs> oh, boy <laughs> Why? <laughs> and it's just a dude carrying a girder a girder nice man we got some.
1: There's some weird mascots and or the just team names. Very blue collar, Steelers and Packers. Yeah. Speaking of bad alternates, those remember were some when they had the little, the, brown this, the brown ones. Yeah, oh because the, the NFL blue at the with the time yellow circle had the one shell rule, uh-huh. meaning your helmet has to. You can only have one color of helmet, which is no longer true. Like Texans have the red helmets now and stuff. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But at the time, so they couldn't even lean all the way into the alternate because they had these weird. Beige and brown and vomit
2: colored uniforms. Vertical a, striped socks. With a bright yellow helmet. It was with a nothing on it. it was a no one's ever committed a worse crime than the Seahawks, uh, lime green though. Makes you think your TV's screwed up because for whatever reason their field looks grey. Uh I would raise you those jags like mustard ones. Those
1: were pretty heinous.
2: Mm. that when they old did era? the AFL two tone helmet too. It was like yeah,
1: gold but, that went to black. But it wasn't even really ombre. It was it was a pretty hard. They didn't fade it very. Yeah, well. I no. mean those were and those those Tampa Bay uniforms of the day. I mean that was that was a pretty you're dark. Talking era. bad about the creamsicle? No, of course not. I'm okay. talking bad yeah. about the like Jameis era. Mm,
2: where they okay, the, yeah, yeah, Like yeah, yeah. industrial... Yeah, like, where it's like brown and gray yeah. or whatever. Yeah, no good. Or Josh Freeman. I do. Yeah. I do recall Josh. That was uh, the last quarterback that Raheem Morris coached. Raheem Morris was the coach of those Buccaneers teams. He was all he right. filled in. Yeah. And now he's back in the South. But yeah, a lot... NFL, I'm a big offseason
1: fan. Mm-hmm. Off season's almost as fun for me as the... The rest of it. Also, as a the fan combine of a team is that. sneaky not far away. I know. And uh, speaking of, Christian Jones, Longhorn uh, right tackle this year, has been shooting up draft boards. Yeah, he's and, a uh, killing a great story the, for him.
2: Yeah, he's good senior bowl right now, I believe. Killing it in the senior bowl. A
1: lot of Longhorns doing well in the senior bowl. Uh, Tavante Sweat flattening people as he did throughout his college career. Mm-hmm. But great for Christian Jones, a guy who was kind of, just, I mean, thrust in to a spot he wasn't ready for as a young guy stuck with it stayed at the program dealt with the coaching change, change got coached up kyle flood and now uh he's gonna be an nfl draft pick so great for christian jones great for the texas it's so fun being a fan of a college football team that's actually doing the right thing from time to time now yeah because it was the first 10 years of my life it was very fun to Hell be yeah it fan. was uh and then the next Ten years were pretty hard. Were bad. My senior you kept year, thinking
2: it was going to turn the corner. Yeah, too. every
1: year it was like this. Is our year it was the wrong corner. David Ash and Case McCoy. Hey, David Ash was good. He was good. He was uh, David so, Ash. was Probably the best quarterback we had between Colt and Sam. Actually, definitely was. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I'm sorry to NFL tight end Tyrone Swoops but Garrett Gilbert, mm, ah, Gilbert bust. I, I still can't get over it mentally with Garrett Gilbert. I do feel bad. I put myself in his shoes. The like yeah. if I were your first the game's the national championship yeah, that, <laughs> and if I were the quarterback of the Texas Longhorns, the team I grew up loving and I sucked and a hundred thousand people were booing me, oh, I probably would not do so well with that. No. However, he was the first quarterback uh, that I ever watched at my favorite school to not be um, All time great, amazing. So, yeah, I, so it I was will a always rough track
2: record. You had Vince, and then you had Colt, then
1: you had Gilbert, Jevin Snead. Oh, rest man. in peace. Oh, yeah. And uh, John Child converted to wide receiver. Good times. Dark days in that strong era. But, but Herman, Texas, things looking up. Hey, that was the. My okay. senior year was uh, Stark's first year, the Kansas loss. Mm. Oh, man. That's the only Texas football game I've ever left early. Really? I left in, like, the second quarter. Oh, that was an easy one to move up the field. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was great. And after after the Hudson card, yeah, uh, Purdue yeah. legend pick six, I was like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving right now. Oh. It was a rough day. But, hey, but things are looking up. up We're going to have some guys drafted. Finally had a skill player drafted in the first, in the first round. round. For the first time since Vincent Young. Pro bowler Vincent Young. Hey, two-time Pro Bowler. See, man, it's I don't understand how. I, I know we've already talked about this. How many people get to the Pro Bowl every year, and how many because replacements of the that we alternates have?
2: Alternates and it counts on the record now. Is
0: it a, a, yeah. a, v- a voting system, or how does it work? I think there is a fan vote, vote at the
2: beginning, fan vote, player vote, and then Coach yeah, media that's, media gets media, a, vote too. a lot I of votes.
1: sides that's a ton of votes. It's like I know mm. in the NBA, the fans determine.
2: The the bench, just the starters. Okay, it's the starters. It's the starters.
1: Because remember, they had to put in the Zaza Pachulia rule. Okay, yeah. the NHL had one of those. Just two. memeing a crappy player
2: into starting. I, I the love game. the internet's such a beautiful place. That's how this guy in the NHL that I think had like ten minutes on the season played on the Coyotes. Stephen Johns made it to the NHL All Star Game as captain. They tried everything in their power to prevent that from happening, and the internet was like, "No, we're going to do this."
1: Well, we got more All Star talk. Pro Bowl is this weekend. NBA All-Star Games coming up. Should, NHL
2: is All-Star Games coming up. We should maybe weekend. touch on this, the, the other game, the, the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, it's,
1: uh, this is it's, the worst part of the so football season. Then the, the layoff two,
2: two weeks away.
1: But we can do some speculation. You know, we do got to talk about it. I was trying to save that for a little bit later on, but we'll get That's into fair. some Super right, Bowl. We got time. Hey, Kyle Shanahan, Longhorn legend, coaching. Okay. It's a a bit of a stretch to say that he played at Texas, but he was on the team. He was there. We'll be back. It's 1027 ESPN. It's Jeff and Ed with Jack, Sawyer, and Garrett.
0: Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. You're listening to The Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN.
2: It's the Jeff Ward Ned Clement Show. I'm Sawyer Stahl filling in with uh, Jumping Jack Farrell to my right. We got go. All Pro Garrett Wilson running the board That's for right. us. That's right. Jack, where do you stand on uh, Jack White and uh, his musical? What do, you, what do you feel about that? We had a little Rockin' on tours coming in there. I'm a big Jack White fan. You are? Yeah. I mean, you know, I can't believe he invented the blues. It's so crazy. He did. He's a. Fr- he's a- first white guy ever he played saved with. vinyl too <laughs> is that is that what
1: people say yeah that's what they say third man records well I was a child of the, of the
2: 2000s so mm. White Stripes yeah pretty White great. Stripes pretty good damn fine guitar player one of my favorites my favorite Jack White story is him trying to fight the drummer of the Black Keys saying that yeah. the Black Keys stole his <laughs> <laughs> stole their bit by being a two piece lose rock band. yeah and they were fake married too. uh both dan Auerbach and patrick whatever his name is of the keys <laughs> y'all are listening to 101 <laughs> no we're talking no. to alternative rock we do
1: have some news coming down the line yes uh, the green bay packers have hired a new defensive coordinator the boston college coach jeff halfley uh, I'm not watching a ton of ACC football because Lehan. it's not great. It's, yeah, but New DC in Green Bay, and we do have a caller on the line. Yeah, his name was Joe Garrett. Joe, what you doing? Hello. Hi. I can hear you. Can you Hello? hear us?
2: Hello, Joe. Hello. Well, Joe, how are you doing? Well, there's that. All right. Bye, well, Joe. We, Sorry, Joe. Right, we, 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 <laughs> now I know why Jeff and Ed don't take calls. <laughs> it's, a, it's a complicated aspect of yeah, the... Yeah, that's fair. Anyway. Talk <laughs> to... Uh-oh. What do y'all think his hot take was? He said he had some hot
1: takes. Well, if you... Uh, maybe I shouldn't say the phone number, 512-834-1027. You can, you can text us. It sounds it like It is he's tough to back. take calls as we uh, don't have a, a, a man behind the glass producing mm, for us. Isaac true. bailed. <sighs> but talking uh, talking some NFL, wanted to get into a little bit of NBA. Yeah, got to the Damian Lillard the return. Ooh, is Did it he...
2: his first game back in Portland?
1: Yeah, it's got to be. That's cute. You're only uh, interconference, you only play two, and this is the yeah, okay. That makes sense. So Damian Lillard back at uh, back in Portland here tonight and. I get why that that is televised cuz Damian Lillard one of the premier guards in the mm-hmm. NBA very good to Giannis on national
2: television as well. And you know the
1: Bucks are one of the the premier teams there. They got a crazy 15, good but, coach now allegedly. Oh, gosh, I don't understand that move at all but they really? Well, I mean I get it because that's the, the politics of the NBA it happens but the Bucks uh, play the Trailblazers tonight on ESPN. The Trailblazers are very bad. They are fourteen and thirty-three. Uh, Scoot Henderson, maybe
2: i wrong. I mean, turns young, out the young guy young in the league, league,
1: Always coming. Well, they're in talking
2: and, that he has eye issues and might be wearing goggles. Where's well, those goggles? Yeah, exactly. But uh, that tonight also
1: on ABC, which is the affiliated with ESPN. Yes. The Suns and the Nets. That's another one that's kind of a snicker. I guess we're doing the I, Kevin Durant yeah, return.
2: return and uh, good to see your Bridges and all that. Yeah, I like calling him Michael Bridge over Troubled Waters. That's my nickname for him because the Nets are because so the bad. Nets are in a lot of trouble. You know that guy hasn't missed a game since high school. Yeah, I've seen that's it. impressive. But that's impressive. Uh, yeah, and the now Bucks. JoJo ain't gonna get his MVP after that injury last night. Yeah, he Joel be Embiid
1: ineligible, uh, looking like he got peer pressured into playing uh <laughs> after he people were accusing him of of ducking Nikola Jokic the big man battle and then he came back and played hurt and now he's more hurt so well
2: they said that this is different than what's been nagging him is it yes that is uh what a uh, nick nurse which is funny that your coach is a nurse at the same time hey <laughs> um, but Who's uh Philly you know the thing is is Joel Embiid has not played a game in Denver since 2019 it's a long time to not play in a specific place. Yeah, it is. There, there's a little flavor to that. But remember, like
1: LeBron and Kevin Durant didn't play each other in the regular season for like four years. Yeah, there. That was uh, between Kevin Durant injuries and LeBron getting banged up a little bit yeah. early on in
2: his time in the Lakers. Maintaining himself. Going
1: back to the Bucks, uh, they fired Adrian Griffin. I get it though. I get why Team didn't uh, respect him Didn't respect him He lost the locker room Blah 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 Immediately You lose an assistant coach Before the season even starts Yeah they hired Terry Stotts The longtime Blazers coach And friend of Dame Dame Dalla mm-hmm.
2: uh,
1: The NBA's best rapper Yeah when are we gonna get another one
2: I don't know I'm, a, know ba- really cool? I'm, a, I'm a Bagley guy When athletes rap Because they like Rap about basketball Yeah like third leg Greg In the booth <laughs> Never forget that Miami freestyle. But, uh, Greg Olson, remember that one? Yeah, that's uh, what I am saying. Third leg Greg, <laughs> yeah. That's what he called himself in that
1: rap song. But, uh, yeah, hiring Doc Rivers. And you may be like, oh, I know Doc Rivers. He's been around. He won a championship in Boston. Mm hmm. And then he's yeah. got a lot of 3 1 blown leads. But look at what he did for the Clippers. Look at what he did in Philly. Yeah. Uh, you hire a guy. Nobody's but, failed up like Doc Rivers has had it has in recent years. He's blown more three one leads than anybody, which used to be really hard to do, but he makes it look pretty easy.
0: But
2: I think Who that he has his. I think that he has his best player since Kevin Garnett with Giannis Antetokounmpo. I agree. That's a guy yeah. that is hyper competitive. Does not want to lose. Is there night in, night out? For coaching l- Joel Embiid. Uh, yeah. Well, come on. What are you trying to say here? Yeah, he's not. probably he's probably not better than Giannis. Joel Embiid and Lamar Jackson are the same person. They're incredible in the regular season, and then the playoffs come. That's the comp I've been using. And they Zimbeid. disappear. They completely disappear. Where was Joel Embiid in that game six, in that game seven last year against Boston? Nowhere he was to be found. For one of those games, wasn't he? <laughs> well, yeah, he's banged no, he up. I'll play through it, happened. dude.
1: Dude can't beat Al Horford. Nope. That's why they signed him, is because they knew he could shut down uh, JoJo. But then uh, the fit was terrible offensively, and so they had to get rid of him.
2: But I think that Doc is a guy that gels in the locker room in a way that Griffin didn't. And I, I do think, I mean, the it was crazy. The Bucks fired a coach when they were thirty and thirteen, something like even 33 and thirty three and third, something like that. Something like that. An incredible record. They're the number two seed in the East, and they let their coach go. And it's like I think this is a move that could really help them out. I understand
1: getting rid of your coach. I just don't understand why Doc Rivers was the. Who it, else are they going to hire? I, I understand that. Uh, I mean Terry Stotts, the guy, the assistant yeah. that quit, was uh, was out there. Maybe I just. I, if He's you're going to fire a coach a... in the middle of the season, it's always going to be tough. It's it's going to be harder for you to poach an assistant or something yeah, like that. Maybe but.
2: Stotts is the head coach of the Lakers in a week and a half. Yeah, that's uh, coming down, LeBron cryptic posting my favorite thing of the nba season two
1: in the morning eastern time i think lebron Uh posted just an emoji of an hourglass after the
2: lakers lost their second in a row lost to the rockets nothing like a loss to the rockets to make your team implode nothing like dylan brooks living rent free in lebron james's head dylan brooks is a maniac i know i i would it's fun to have him when he's on it's your team. It's so fun having him on your team, but I would hate that guy so much if I had to play against him. Yeah, the Rockets uh, currently fighting to get into one of those playing spots.
1: There. Yeah, yeah we had, right a bad slide as of recent. We've it's started to some wins
2: back, but yeah. It's a
1: thin team, and you are, you were without your two best forwards. Mm-hmm. And Tar Eason's still out. Tar
2: Eason, a very good uh, basketball player. but It's so unfortunate he's going to sign a contract somewhere else. Nah, I don't think so. Uh, you think we bring him back? I would. I think he no, would be like third on the list of we people you bring back. We just have too much. It's such a wealth of riches of young talent, and I'm just like, you gotta let some of it go. Can't you pay can't, everybody. You can't play with all these toys. Well, that's the thing that people are saying uh,
1: this week is Jalen Green might be becoming a trade candidate. Which, hey, I c- guy keeps understand. going on for thirty, and might
2: get us more.
1: Yeah, but he does uh, at this point appear to be the odd man out with. One of the weirdest draft stories I can remember in Mm -hmm. recent memory, a guy who was mocked as high as the fourth or third pick in Cam Whitmore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was legitimate debate at the time, Cam Mm -hmm. Whitmore out of Villanova, that with the fourth pick, the Rockets might go Amen Thompson, they might go Cam Whitmore, and instead uh, there was some talk of of bad medicals. Bad medicals didn't have the coach's support. The the, the Villanova coach threw him under the bus, which is a Mm. bizarre situation. And... We get him at interviews, uh, right? And Kim Whitmore slides from a top ten pick, certainly, maybe a a, a number five, number six type pick. He slides all the way down to twenty, where the Rockets are able to take him, and he Lakers could have had him. Lakers could have had him. A lot of good teams could have had him, and he has been excellent in his limited run. When When he can play, they didn't have minutes for him at the start of the season. He went to the G League, was balling out in the G League, comes back to the roster and Crush on Summer League. Bench. He was Summer League MVP. Yeah. And the Rockets have been uh, having a hard time keeping him there on the bench. He's been playing excellently. That man does not pass. He has one of the lowest assist rates uh in league history. Hey, shooter shoot. He has less than 1 assist per 36 minutes, which is fantastic. But uh Cam Whitmore uh small forward shooting guard Kind of player. Not super big. Uh, he's stocky, but yeah. he's not very tall. But more and more, he's kind of making it questionable for Jalen Re- uh, Green's role in the future. He's he coming up on his uh, fourth season, which is, of course, when you are eligible to sign that first big contract. Yeah. And all signs point to the Rockets extending Alper and Shang-Gun with that kind of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are right to do it. If you are an, an old head and you are sick of the NBA, and you think there's too much scoring, and you think they don't play defense. Well, I would say to you, well, they do play defense. The offenses are just so good. So we have good. five guys on the floor that can shoot. The NBA offenses have just completely wrecked NBA defenses. They, It's literally impossible to defend some of these things now when you have th- this much spacing, and players are more skilled than they've ever been, and they've been groomed are, as, as children to are you a little dis- gods.
2: Are you a little disappointed in what we thought we were going to get this is now a rocket show. Um, <laughs> it was bound to happen eventually. Uh, are you a little disappointed that what we saw from Jabari Smith in uh, Summer League has not really translated to the regular season? I, th- I was expecting a much bigger leap from him. In the I second. don't know.
1: I would say that he went from just about the worst rotation player in the NBA to a very productive. I mean, the shots are falling for him. The threes. Yeah. A, a lot of last season, his rookie year, he was just missing shots, and, and uh, the difference and not getting a lot of ball from and bad, Yeah, and also, I mean, th- the Rockets last year were a friggin' disaster. They were gave the keys to a guy who's no longer even in the league due to some domestic violence yeah. situations. But I, I would say the leap. Uh, he was, I mean, he was playing against summer league teams, so That's obviously fair. it wasn't going to be as good. But uh, from from everything I've seen, he is. On track to becoming a very good, maybe not a star, but a very high-end role player, mm-hmm. and I mean, uh, a lot of this sting has come off that you got a future all-star, a future all-NBA player in Alperen Sengun uh, with the 16th pick, yeah. so
2: that that helps. And you also that got Tari That's Easton why that. At why the Jalen Green pick doesn't sting as much. Exactly, also, you exactly. look at Cade Cunningham in Detroit. What do we really the guy? Do we I know fe- what's going on there. Yeah, yeah, I mean that that could be a good stats bad team guy uh, He really is kind of the only bright spot on that piss poor Pistons team um, And Jay I just and Ivy. J- yeah, but Jay Ivy's very up-and-down it True. seems like well. I mean
1: What he, he doesn't know what his role is on that team exactly Kevin Knox come on now <laughs> Kevin Knox <laughs> the fortnight jacket on draft night you remember that's that? Weird. No, I don't. <laughs> you know how they like, have Yeah, the linings. Like, it was like Fortnite on the inside Oof. of his jacket. So that's, the that was a great pick by the Knicks. But uh, a lot of good basketball going on at Texas. Luka is
2: on mm-hmm. a friggin' tear. I've been giving it out on the morning show, uh, in, in the early one. Uh, it's not going to be as good now with Joel Embiid being gone and not being up for this thing. You could get Luka Doncic MVP odds at plus 700. And while the, the Mavs are sitting at like a six seed right now, the numbers this guy is putting up, if they push to a fourth or third seed, I think it's his year to get the MVP. I was like be surprised. I mean, Jokic has to move Voto mountains, fatigue. heavens, earth to get another MVP. Voter fatigue, huh? It's terrible. Yeah, and I mean, Joel's not yeah. there. Jason Tatum isn't quite in that echelon if Jason Tatum comes out and has one himself a 60 point game maybe I'll flirt with yeah, it okay see he's tailing off a little bit I don't think Shea is gonna Shea's gonna get this year he's, he, he's, he'll be fine Cuz super young the too. thing that keeps me from real Shea is an incredible player and I don't want to take anything away from him is that he's surrounded by the most complete team it feels like that will only get better at the trade deadline if they make a move Marking and they him. should um oh my god that's like exactly what they need oh my god just go grab
1: Larry. That'd be insane. Maybe just like a good defense. Go get Bismack Biombo. I think he's a free
2: agent right now. That's true. You're going to have the believe. offensive rookie of the year. <laughs> uh, not a rookie. Uh, Chet Holgram on that team. Uh, it, it's just hard for me to give Shea the MVP. True. I, I mean, you can't knock it. He is the leader of a team that is going to maybe be a one seed in the West. Could be. They're flirting with it. Timberwolves are up and down. They were the one seed at one point. They've fallen back down to the third now behind... Uh, the T Wolves and the Nuggets currently, but yeah, I mean, I like it. Luca, Luca, Luca's killing it on that team. And then whenever he can't show was a up,
1: great pick. Oh
2: my god, exactly what a revelation what that that guy's been! You're just one of those guys that no one really trusted because he didn't play a lot of Duke. Duke didn't have a lot of great things to say about him. And then he gets in the league and it's exactly what the Mavs needed. Sometimes people overcomplicate these things. Luca and James Harden
1: are very similar players. That's, I mean, yeah. you're going modeling the the archetypes. Oh, yeah. The step-back threes, the, the, ISO the ball. crazy passing, the ISO ball. James Harden has always been at his best
2: when he had a lob threat. Yeah. When he was young uh, oh with, my with God. Dwight Howard and then, and then Clint, Clint Capella. I miss those Clint. That, I was thinking about Clint Capella the other day. Just his name came up as like someone that could be traded off of that Hawks team that everybody's for sale on. And I was just like, man, I miss 15 on the Rockets so much. It was the the size he had where they could just lob it to him and he would just gingerly put it in the basket every single time it was such a fun thing to watch that 2018 rockets team pretty oh, man uh, hard hard to
1: hard to stomach that I'm but we cry. touched on we touched on the mavs and the rockets mm-hmm. we did a little more than touch on the rockets but uh, go watch Sen- Shen Highlights if you don't know. He's an old-school, back-to-the-basket, mm-hmm. footwork type of center, and he's really coming along defensively. Had one absolutely. of the best games of his career against
2: Anthony Davis. Absolutely locked him down. Locked him down. Great Got block touch on, on Spurs.
1: Oh, Yes, we do. Uh, you're really There's bad, a team down Spurs the road. fans.
2: You're really bad this year. Which is crazy you're going to waste this kind of a year of Wimby. I don't think it's building good... I don't think it's. A, I don't think it matters. I guess, but like, but they have given up on the Sohan point guard experiment a little bit more.
1: Trey Jones, their eye test, analytics, everything, much better when he is on the floor with Wemby. He needs a real point guard. Uh, but you're really bad this year, and that's okay. Devin Vassell is still good. You're paying him a lot of money to be pretty good. But the thing I worry about is. They're going to have a pick this year at the top of the draft. In a very a lousy draft One of the year. worst drafts in recent memory. They've been memory. saying since 2013. And that's a bad... Is that the Anthony Bennett draft? Yeah. That's a bad draft. Remember, remember Anthony Bennett? I remember. <laughs> I remember when he signed uh, with the Rockets one offseason, and I was like trying to talk, to him, talk myself all into all it, to it. and then he got waved in training <laughs> camp. But the Spurs, uh, who cares... You have Victor wimbanyam Yes. And he's 19. And he looks great. And if he wants to be on your team, he will be on your team for 20 years. Yeah. Uh, he is a genetic freak. He I is can... the greatest prospect in the history of the sport. And he looks to be every bit the player. That he's holding up great, too. Yeah, they're, they've, they're not health-wise. playing him a ton of minutes a night. Yeah, uh, but with those big guys, it's always feet and ankles. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got
2: like his like a personal podiatrist or something. Yeah, he's been working on his foot strength since he was like a teenager. So he's early, very smart. He's a
1: really good player. Uh, the defense is there. I thought coming into the league, the defense would be ready.
2: Sooner than the offense. Yeah, his blocking and it absolutely ability has been, is insane
1: because he's twelve feet tall. Yes. Uh, he's got arms even longer. He, he I, I get it. You, you want to be a three-level scorer, that's the, the modern thing. He wants yeah. to be like a Kevin Durant, modern power forward kind of a thing. Get underneath the basket, dude. Buddy. Yeah. How are you <laughs> not
2: throwing lobs to this guy
1: constantly? And, and, and in France, he was only shooting, you, you saw all the highlights, but he was only shooting in the 20s from three, mm-hmm. like 28%, 27%. You could dunk from that three-point line, Wimby. What are you doing? Normally, it's one of those, like, dumb brand things when people say... Why don't they just lob it up to the big guy every time? With him, it would work. Yeah, probably <laughs> with him. I think it would And that's why work. it's killing it's just them so much. They didn't have than an everybody. actual point guard, and they're they're yeah, and the lineups. And it's I, getting is, to the
2: point when you know it's bad when they're like, "What if we just gave Atlanta all their picks back and took Deontay Murray back?" And it's just kind of like. Don't, what?
1: I'm, the Rockets <laughs> what? are
2: dealing with this right now
1: at the trade deadline where people want them to make a big splash move for a star player. Don't accelerate the timeline. Yeah. For Victor Wembanyama, you don't need to go trade for some 28-year-old guy who is going to be out of the league by the time... Victor Wimbenyama is in his prime with the Rockets. All of your best players are 19 to 22 years old. You how? don't need to go make
2: a big splash. Would you be opposed? I, I, I don't know off the top of my head how many of those Nets picks we still have. We have a couple, I want to say, in pick swaps with them. I think we have all of them. We maybe not. I think maybe next year is a swap, but they
1: definitely own the 2026 pick and the 2027 swap. Yeah, and those are. Amongst the most valuable assets in the NBA, and so right
2: now. I would say if you want to trade, oh, I mean, I guess we don't really have any picks to trade of our own due to the Chris Paul trades, uh, due to the Russell, the, time. the Westbrook issue, and all that. And I don't think we should give up any of those Nets picks. That does look like a team that's getting ready to really bottom out. It's a miracle. Well, they don't have they, a choice. Yeah, they can't rebuild because they don't own their picks.
1: So you can't bottom out. So you just stay mid. But the in it's a. It, you're going to have to either sign somebody, and I don't know who wants to really go to that situation. Mm-hmm. They love Michael Bridges. I That's like Michael all they Bridges. They really have too. Yeah, I mean Ben Simmons is came back for one game. He was two good, points away from a triple double. Hurt again. I knew it. He's out tonight. Uh, <laughs> man, Ben, what a weird arc. But the, nice I don't the, the casual Nets,
2: basketball player. In the
1: the world. Nets are acting like Michael Bridges is a. The future is the future, and he's not young, he's 27, mm. and he's probably at best the third best player, maybe the second best player on a championship team. Absolutely, so it's uh, it's it's great for for the team that owns He is all those who things. he is at this point, yeah. He's not gonna, make he's any not any kind gonna of leap. yes. I mean, the shooting is not gonna improve when you're halfway through your career, I mean, maybe marginally, but yeah, it's uh, it's been a fun season, and yeah. Headed, headed down to the trade deadline in about a week. We'll, hit on more of this we'll hit on more NFL we'll talk some Super Bowl of course we are in the the dead period between the end of the playoffs and the Super Bowl that two week span that is just so horrible but anything to to prolong the football season and, and make sure that we always have a little bit of football going on always oh
2: but just a little
1: hit we'll be back in just a second it's 1027 ESPN pay some bills
0: Jeff Ward and Ed Clements afternoons 4-6 on 1027 ESPN <laughs> Check out the podcast page at 1027espn.com. Now back to the Jeff and Ed Show.
1: Back in, closing you out on a Wednesday evening. Pump day. Jeff and Ed will be back with you shortly. But for today, it's been Jack, Sawyer, and Garrett here on 102.7espn. Always a good time hanging out with you, fine folks. Yeah. Here in the greatest city on earth. Yeah. Austin, they don't Texas. make
2: them any better. That's why everyone keeps moving here.
1: It is funny, as a person who is from here, Mm -hmm. seeing a bunch of people move to your town as if it's, like, the coolest thing in the world. And I love living in Austin. The H-E-B by me doesn't have the good tortillas, though. No, I'm so sorry. So that's, uh, that's a bit brutal. But we've been talking all things football, basketball. You know, I've been really missing his baseball lately. I'm very excited for the new season. I was <sighs> after the Otani move. I was kind of like, I'm out in yeah, the MLB. Who cares? Is here, And then they got
2: the other fellow. But now I'm, I'm, I'm Kenny's. back in. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm really uh, ready for some college ball. Oh my goodness, I can't wait. I cannot wait for that when they do that little like a uh, super regional tournament down at Minute Maid. I do love the, uh, the format of college baseball. It's, really it's so sweet. fun.
1: College World Series is the best, the regionals and the super regionals,
2: but No, I never Nothing went to better s- than an afternoon at the dish. It's so fun. It's so fun. I do root for the horns uh, you know, till the cows come home and those cows happen to be bobcats when they come up here. I am all about my Texas State Bobcats who technically own Dishfield. All right. We own Dishfield. Oh, yeah. horns. He won the game on Tuesday. Horns uh, Horns beat us maybe uh, when they come down to San Marcos. But every time those cats come up here, we, 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 we don't go quietly into the night. We'll definitely say that. Uh, we took them down when they were number one two years ago, and then we shellacked them last season. That was brutal. Also been talking
1: about uh, this NFL. The, the coaching carousel continues mm-hmm. to go around. Texans able to maintain uh, their offensive staff. The Seattle Seahawks go young.
2: After mm. Pete Carroll departs, which is very sad, and uh, we did have Joe. Joe finally got us a, his hot take. Oh, the hot take uh, is that uh, college DCs are trash, and Kellen Moore is going to win the Birds a Super Bowl and be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowgirls, as he put it. <laughs> um, that is a Eagles homer right there. Uh, I That's can let you know that. that is a very hot. that well, is a Jerry. Spicy. Jerry we, likes Kellen. We know that Jerry does like Kellen, Jerry and I think he guys. would like him a lot more too if he beat Dallas twice next year. Yeah, I get the tunnel vision. Mm-hmm, yeah. so a little bit of confirmation oh ah,
1: Seahawks grabbing Mike McDonald from the Ravens, who uh, put together a fantastic defense this year. As embarrassing as that loss to the Chiefs was, as brutal it was, it was not the defense that put you in that position. That defense absolutely stymied C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans in the divisional round. Only defense to keep C.J. Stroud from throwing a touchdown all season. How about that? Did it twice. One of the best rookie campaigns ever for CJ Stroud, but uh, also gave up 17 first half points to the Chiefs, zero in, in the second, second half. So that defense kept a minute. Uh, Kyle Hamilton is pretty good at football. Yeah, but uh, it's a new move for uh, for the chart or the the Seahawks. It's a new era. Our resident Seattle person, Brandon, uh, would have been on nice vacation. to hear his thoughts today, but he is, I think, in the Seattle area on Ooh. some vacation. But a uh, new coach, new era up in Seattle. I know that they have some. Some promising talent. There is some uh, a bit of aging on that defense. I know Quandre Diggs, Longhorn legend, gets a bit older. Yes. Uh, Jamal Adams is just kind of bad now. Yes. Uh, Witherspoon, that young corner of theirs, is pretty excellent. Pretty good.
2: Yeah, they nailed it with that one. But
1: a uh, really good defensive coordinator. They, <laughs> the youngest uh,
2: coach in the NFL now. Super old Bobby Wagner, let's not forget, left, came back. But uh, got a lot of old,
1: or got a lot of young nerdy head coaches kind of running the NFL now the McVeigh trees yeah, blossoming the yeah, Shannon yeah, trees really blossoming.
2: Uh, they grew something pretty good in Washington and it wasn't a sexual harassment case against the owner it was a lot of good coaches a lot of good coaches that came out wasn't that the RG3 rookie team pretty much for the most yeah. part because um, Mike Shanahan is the coach graphic. of that right didn't Mike the yeah. head coach then and then Kyle Longhorn Legend that uh, is a, yeah, is, is coaching the Super Bowl this year. Yes, uh, that is my favorite game. story I've seen of the week, is that uh, Ed McCaffrey and Mike Shanahan uh, won a Super Bowl. They won three together. The first one was uh, both being a part of a 49ers team, I believe it was the Steve Young Super Bowl. And now the kids are looking to do the same. And yeah. I don't think they will. You're know, your, your leaning Chiefs here. It, it's he's the greatest player in the NFL, and he's yep. proved it for the last. You know, I mean, unreal what he did. it, I, it feels like it I did will with never the Patriots. bet against that guy. You're like, well, this year, you know, and I haven't. Little, and it's made me a lot of money. Receiver, they're blah
1: blah blah. They're this and that. But at the end of the day, they're just always getting it done. Hey, how look, Brady and the Patriots did the same thing. It's <sighs> just until the Chiefs don't win, it's hard to just not say, well, it's
2: the Chiefs. How the Chiefs lucky do Chiefs are we? Stuff? As football fans, to go from the greatness that was Tom Brady, six Super Bowls over twenty years, appeared in nine with that team. Almost fifty percent of the Super Bowls you watched over a twenty-year span had Belichick and Brady in it. And now we pivot right to Patrick Mahomes, who has been in six consecutive AFC championships and is now going to his fourth Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Unreal. It we is- are so. This doesn't happen in any other sport anymore. I, I do wonder
1: the the great thing about the the pats is how they were always you mentioned it earlier in the show they were always just able to reload just always able to come back and yeah, do that retool and- it seems like Andy Reid uh, has indicated that he may be retiring sooner rather than later. Maybe, yeah. probably not after this yeah, offseason, no. but I can't imagine him coaching enough. But the way everyone's like, years? why'd you
2: let Tyreek Hill go? Why'd you let Tyree And go? And it turns out, guess what? You fixed the defense. This is one of the best defenses Pat had, and you short up that offensive line. And suddenly, because what happened? What, the last time they lost the Super Bowl, the offensive line was terrible. And let me tell you, it, those Bo- Bosa, Bosa and Chase better show up if uh, they're hoping to do anything. Anything yeah, we'll
1: see, uh, we'll see what it looks like. I mean, Travis Kelsey's thirty-four. Yeah, he's uh, the really the only weapon he has left. That's Pacheco's true. been pretty good this year, but oh, Travis I love Kelsey, watching thirty-four. Very runs. good, very good. But I think uh, that's going to have to do it for us today. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm very sad. Yeah, I'm gonna go I have a chili dog and, and a cheeseburger. Sounds it so good, hard-earned today. But we want to thank you for for tuning in. Jeff and Ed will be back soon. They soon. were out today, but it's been a honor and a pleasure. Uh, joining you here on these ESPN airwaves. Jack. it's so is, good to
2: be back with you. Thank you, I Sawyer. just stepped all over that. I <laughs> <laughs> just stepped all over that. But
1: we, we've been first time since Christmas we're back. My name is Jack Farrell. That's Garrett Wilson. I'm Sawyer Stoll. That is Sawyer Stoll. And we will be back. Uh, not us, but, you know, somebody. somebody somebody's going to be here tomorrow. I'll to, be here 11 to 1 tomorrow. <laughs> the 3 to 6 hour, you're listening to
0: 1027 ESPN. Good night, everybody. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.